Can I have some gruel, please? <laughs> Okay, so now today we're in the Prancing Pony. Here's a photo with his cleft chin. Yeah, it does have a little a bit of a cleft chin, like we were just talking about last week. And I think uh, Peter Jackson cast, cast this movie very well, because he found someone with a bit of a cleft chin. Right, right. The first thing I realized, or the first thing I kind of, the impression I got, was that we're in, a, we're in this place where there's a lot of activity in the Prancing Pony, and you haven't really had that in Fellowship. Uh, since Bilbo's birthday party. So for several right, chapters, right. it's just been the, the few hobbits scurrying eastward. They occasionally meet like one or, you know, a few people, Goldberry, Tom, um, Gildor, mm-hmm. etc. cetera. Uh, a fox. Fatty Bulger, a fox. Fatty. So they just yeah. encounter a few people, but now they're back into Ring, like, they're back riders. to civilization. What's that? Black Riders. Black Riders. They've but now you feel like they're people. actually in Barrow Whites. Barrow White. <laughs> they see some whites. They saw some whites, some Barrow Whites. Yeah, or as the French pr- pronounce it, wiggets. Wiggets. They see some Barrow Wiggets. Wiggets. Okay. Um, but now, because they're in this new place, and you see lots of people, it just seems to open up all these possibilities. Because not only do you have like more hobbits, but you also have men. And you get that sense of like, okay, there's a new place. There's tons of things going on. Uh, who do you trust? What it boils down to, I think. And, and, and actually, I think Peter Jackson did do a good job of, of illustrating this with, in the, with this, um, the, his choice of uh, camera angles, is that there's a vulnerability that uh, these hobbits have. Yeah. That haven't that that hasn't been there. Yeah, like um, that angle in particular where they're like, they look so small. Yeah, like they look small. They look small and vulnerable and 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 exposed. Really, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I'm almost thinking like this angle is like the way he's looking down on them so far. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really um, wait uh, like foreshortened or I don't know what the, the word is uh, like. It just seems Force like. Pers- yeah, it's forced perspective, but it's like the, the, he's really, you know, like when you're looking up at a camera or down at a camera, yeah, yeah, it really yeah. gives that sense of like this person's dominating over me. So it's like yeah, yeah, this yeah. camera's like really looking straight up at Butterbur's face, and you got this sense that, um, yeah, like the, the the hobbits are small, so they feel maybe vulnerable. Yeah. They feel feel slightly out of their element. Not only are these strangers, but they're large strangers. And uh, they're- I always like Bob and Knob because I felt like, okay, here's some they're hot, some little hobbit pals. So now they're like, I felt good that they felt comfortable, you know, a little bit. You know what I'm talking about? They, but that might have they felt more comfortable than they otherwise would have because there yeah. are there is a hobbit contingent. Yes, in and 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 you had all the hobbits that were welcoming to them, you know, like and and mm-hmm. and with Underhill. There being several underhills in Bree, they're like, oh. Yeah, well, that's Bree the other thing. Related. I mean, I, I, like I said, this this book has kind of been a slow boil, but for me, this this chapter felt like a little dicier than the other chapters. Like, oh shoot, there's this paradox or this mixed blessing of other hobbits knowing who knowing your name, which yeah. on the one hand makes you feel welcome, but on the other hand, just adds to the danger of exposing your you as a fraud yeah 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 it was very like touch like um yeah i mean how like i was like how long can i keep up the charade and i remember the whole time thinking when i was reading it's like why don't they just stay back with mary at the end you know 
in the room. <laughs> you know right. What well, they right? later say that, like, if I had known, uh, maybe I should, we should have just like stayed in the room and just. Uh, but they had to, they had to meet uh, Strider somehow. Yeah. You know? Well, here's the thing about uh, speaking of Strider. Strider was uh, was the subject of a lot of um, indecision on Tolkien's part at first, okay. especially. Like uh, he used to be a hobbit. Yeah, I knew that. He was a hobbit, and then he he was supposed to be an elf dressed as a hobbit. Did you know he was supposed to be an elf dressed as a hobbit? I didn't know he was supposed to be an like elf an elf as a hobbit. sent by Elrond to meet them, and in order to win their trust, he dressed himself as a hobbit or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he didn't stick with that one. That no, makes he no didn't sense. stick with that one. <laughs> it would have been terrible. <laughs> in fact, what? So like, let me. Who uh, said Tolkien doesn't have any bad ideas? <laughs> no, Tolkien had a ton of bad ideas. But the the good thing about Tolkien and what makes him a great writer is, is that he discards his bad he discards yeah. his bad ideas. Hey, real quick though, the thing is, uh, like when when like I read that that Strider was a Hobbit, mm-hmm. right? Or was was originally going to be a Hobbit? Mm-hmm. The ma- the name makes way more sense. You know what I'm talking about? What Even do you though, mean? Like. Like I can, I, it's not a far reach for me or like, like I can imagine the rugged hobbit, right? Mm-hmm. Calling himself Strider, like Strider, like it, it just makes sense. You know what I'm talking about? Because it's not a very, like, I'm glad that they kind of use it as an insult in a way for. Yeah. For, it's like what, it's what he's known colloquially. Like, yeah, it's yeah. his nickname. Yeah. Because like, a, like, but I can see like a hobbit being called strider i don't know if that makes sense but it like because yeah i always but, thought but that to it me like, if it was a hobbit named strider it would have to be a hobbit with long legs i know you not, know what i mean may, I, I guess to strider me it to sounds me is a long-legged name yeah only because you you i you you identify it with uh with aragorn you know what i'm talking about but does but, aragorn have long legs I mean, he's just yeah like, they call him long shanks like someone called like, who calls him long shanks oh, okay. Does yeah. he ever, is he ever described as particularly well? I guess he's a man of the west. Yeah, so he's he would tall. Be tall. Yeah, he's yeah. man of the west. Yeah, he's tall. He's probably he's taller than than Legolas, or he should have been, you know. And Legolas right. was like like a tall elf. No, but what I'm saying is is that um, like Strider like is such kind of a dumb name. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I mean, like for lack of a better term, that I can see a Hobbit like oh there's Strider. He's like you know like that. He like, walks the know. earth. Yeah. It's funny how here Frodo is in disguise or going under a pseudonym as Mr. Underhill. Right. But Strider is also in disguise. Like he doesn't reveal or certainly not yet. You know, no, he doesn't no, reveal but, who but he also, is. No one knows who he is. He's just a, a weirdo in the corner. I'm going to read from a uh, a scholarly work on the issue of Strider who when he was a hobbit was actually called Trotter. Trotter. Did you know this? I think that sounds familiar, but I, I th- yeah. So in uh, in the Return of the Shadow, Christopher yeah. Tolkien's Return of the Shadow, it's our earlier versions of Lord of the Rings. Our our resident Tolkien scholar says Tolkien appears to entertain the idea of Trotter not being a Hobbit. First, he was a Hobbit. Yeah. This was not yet enough to change his mind about his Hobbit Ranger. So he was even when he was a hobbit, he was kind of conflicted about whether or not he was a hobbit. After continuing contemplating this difficult figure, Tolkien, after a break, came back with the expl- explanation that Tr- Trotter was to be Peregrine Boffin, 
a favorite nephew of Bilbo, who influenced by Gandalf or by Bilbo's stories, had run away from the Shire years before. Wow. Can you believe that? (laughs) However, in the middle of... Go ahead. So, was he ever called Strider or was it always Trotter? Well, in this early version, it was a Hobbit. Oh, you you mean was the Hobbit called Strider ever? Well... Because it seems to me like it was. To me, I don't think it matters in the sense that... Because we're all talking about the same person, whether we're talking about a, a hobbit or a man, or whether their name is whether their name is uh, Trotter or Strider. This is the right. person that meets them in Bree. Right. And and takes them to Rivendell. Okay? De- regardless of the name and regardless of the race, it's just like this, is, right. this person fills a role. So, right. obviously, this person started as a hobbit named Trotter, Somewhere along the line, morphed into a, a human ranger called Strider. Right, uh, right. I don't know how those uh, names and races kind of overlapped, and at what point they both got replaced. But but then again, though, like you said, now it makes sense. Trotter being a hobbit trots for long, and Strider being a tall man. Would oh yeah, long, maybe maybe when you know, maybe when he starts seeing him as a uh, as a man, he's like, oh maybe. He needs to stride. A man, a, 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 a hobbit would trot. A, 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 a well, he couldn't very stride. well have been named Waddler. Waddler. <laughs> Waddler. <laughs> like it's Peter Jackson. <laughs> it's like my name is Waddler. <laughs> yeah, follow, I know. Follow me. I'm going to waddle, waddle, waddle. Uh, so th- let me just go real quick, just to, just since okay. we're here. Right. I want to read the section from The Return of the Shadow. Okay. Uh, where Bingo, who is Frodo, first meets Trotter, who is Strider. Okay. It's funny how, despite those drastic changes of Bingo and Trotter turning into Frodo and Strider, a lot of this dialogue is is the same as what ended up being in the final in the final book. Right, right. So yeah, that's weird. So check this out. Tell me this okay. is familiar. It's weird. So check this out. Tell me this is okay. familiar. Okay. Suddenly, Bingo noticed that a queer-looking brown-faced hobbit sitting in the shadows behind the others was also listening intently. He had an enormous mug, more like a jug, in front of him and was smoking a brown-stemmed pipe right under his rather long nose. He was dressed in dark, rough brown cloth and had a hood on. See, the hood's still there. Despite mm-hmm. of the warmth, despite the warmth, and very yeah. remarkably... He had wooden shoes. Wooden shoes. Wooden shoes. <laughs> Can you believe it? Bingo could see them sticking out under the table in front of him. Oh, yeah. Who, who is that over there? Said Bingo when he got a chance to whisper to Mr. Butterbur. I don't think you introduced him. What his right name is, I never heard, but around here he's, named, he's known as Trotter. You can hear him coming along the road with those shoes, clitter clap. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> right, coming but, along the road in those shoes, clitter clap yeah. when he walks on a path which isn't often. Why does he wear them? Well, I can't say. <laughs> There's no accounting for East or West. That goes that that makes it to the book. As wow. we say here, meaning the Rangers and the Shire folk begging your pardon. Can right. you believe that? That's crazy. Wooden that shoes. That is funny though. Like there, here it comes, Trotter, trotting down. Can you imagine? Doing, like, okay, hold on, hold he's on. Like, 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 like okay, so, so, th- like, let's just say in this, in a world, <laughs> like, uh, you know, uh, uh, 
Trotter becomes like the favorite character, and instead of like the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins, uh, <laughs> Leonard Nimoy writes the Ballad of Trotter, like trotting down the road, clip, clip, clap, 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 clap. No, but can you imagine this guy right here? <laughs> He's like looking all badass. Right, He's looking uh, real metal. And, like, and then he like gets up and he has these like these Dutch he wooden has clogs shoes. On. It's like clop, <laughs> clop, <laughs> clop. <laughs> like do, 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 he, he does do, like do. a clogging dance. You know what though? I think I think what Tolkien was probably trying to do with that it was he was probably trying to like separate him from the whole like um, Hobbit, uh, like the whole kind of like norm normal Hobbit behavior. Like, oh, he's wearing shoes. That's and they're wooden at that. That's crazy. He must have carved them himself. <laughs> you know? Yeah, maybe maybe he had that intention that what would a someone who was in touch with nature what would he wear oh he'd wear wooden shoes but actually it doesn't make any sense that he would wear wooden shoes because wooden shoes just if you're walking all the time you're not going to want to wear wooden shoes are you I, I don't know i mean you know they, that that's an odd choice but you know i he, he must he think cork, something. cork birkenstocks maybe they were hippie cork. sandals Hippie sandals. But no, but the whole like clippity clop up the road. Here he comes, clippity clop. There's no one I'd otter hang out with than Trotter. <laughs> He's doing like a Fred Astaire dance. <laughs> I know. It's like a total tap dance. <laughs> Keep him from your daughter. Watch out, here comes Trotter. <laughs> Speaking of oh, keeping from your daughter, uh yeah, he's He's an old man at this point. Oh, Trotter or yeah. Aragorn? Both of them. Oh, yeah. Being the same person. Well, I mean, essentially. And- By looking at these old versions and then the final version, you see Tolkien kind of answering all his own question marks. Yeah. And it's amazing how many of those question marks he kind of he gets right. Like, he, he takes away all the things that don't make sense, and he's left with the things that really kind of bolster this world this worldhood that he's yeah, building because yeah. everything feels right do you think that's just because like we're used to how it ended up being in the final product or uh, or do you think it's like we only it only feels familiar or right to us because this is how we know because that's how i, I think it might i mean that probably is i mean you know um but but when we when we come up like like it's the whole jar jar binks thing like i'm not a huge fan of of that that movie series but like even i as as, awesome even i as not a fan of that movie series could tell you that and i was probably not alone that when you met jar jar binks you felt like oh shoot this doesn't feel right like right, I don't but you know, get I mean, that. Okay, so I don't get that feeling from when I was reading The Hobbit or when I was reading Lord of the Rings. I never or rarely got that feeling of like this feels off. Um, of course, he would be there. There would there would be some kind of darkened character, but maybe like um, Tolkien over over um, going into way more detail about this character in the corner. All of a sudden, he's like, "Well, why am I doing that?" Like subconsciously, he's like, "This needs to be." you know yeah he was surprised that he came up but he it's something like in the back of his mind clicked that this like whether or not he was a central character when he was writing him mm-hmm. he became a central character because something in the back of his head was like 
like you know well who is this uh who is this chop in the corner yeah it must have been quite a neat ride to like be writing this for the first time and and finding like okay suddenly this person appears i have no idea who he is and for many drafts he's like kind of off the mark like okay this is not a this is not a, this is a hobbit oh it's not a hobbit oh maybe it's a a friend of bilbo's going under an assumed name then it ends up being an elf or whatever um, well you know but, what though here's what go ahead no no here's what it seems like to me it seems like here's this this character right and that like as he's writing or ha- as he's like conceptualizing or whatever coming up with like what this character does mm-hmm. he kept running into roadblocks i i gotta imagine that like well how would a hobbit like end up over you know like i don't know like right. hunting down Gollum, right you know? Cause, like because he already has like a history of so many things that like you know he's already he's already written about hobbits so we know we're familiar with hobbits so if he meets a person named trotter in a, in a bar and he he there's something unhobbit like about oh, him. you know what okay here's what it is here's what it is I, I i will i would be willing to bet hobbits not really getting out of their little like shire you know what i'm talking about it's like how how would how would how would he be a guide from here to rivendell you know what i'm talking exactly. about how would a hobbit be able exactly. to know where everything is because you know and, like and at first tolkien you, you, you get the sense that tolkien's trying to he introduces a character and then he tries to explain the character in terms of what's expected to be the case in the world that he's building right. so you're right there wouldn't be a hobbit that could guide them to rivendell <clears throat> he tries to explain that by saying oh but what if there's this peregrine boffin guy who under the influence of bilbo and bilbo's crazy stories kind of disappeared at one point and went on these adventures and became an adventurer in his own right and then he becomes a guide so that's like okay that that could be conceivable but but that quickly gets discarded because like he gets a better because no because he gets a better idea yeah, yeah. And let, let me just read this real quick, quickly, this section okay. about when he stumbles upon his better idea. And I think you'll see instantly that it works geographically and everything just falls into place once he comes up with his brilliant idea. It says, Tolkien appears to entertain the idea of Trotter not being a hobbit. This was not yet enough to change his mind about the hobbit ranger after continuing contemplating this difficult figure tolkien after a break came back with the explanation that trotter was to be peregrine boffin a favorite nephew of bilbo who influenced by gandalf for bilbo's stories had run away from the shire years before okay however in the middle of making changes to make him fit within the narrative as peregrine boffin tolkien wrote question mark question mark Trotter had better not be a hobbit, but a ranger, remainder of Western men. Right, right. So this is just an idea. He's like he's trying to like change him to fit from. He he actually wants him to be an elf in disguise, and then a hobbit right, right. in disguise, and then and then suddenly he stops and he's like, no, he's a he's a remainder of these Western men, which makes sense because there were these battles between the Witch King of Agmar, and there's this this remnant of Western men left is as rangers in that part of the world of course you're going to run into one of those them and there'll be isildur's heir and it all makes sense and it's like a perfect introduction to a character the fact that he's hiding in the wilderness now makes sense because he's hiding because he was isildur's heir he doesn't want to be killed like his dad was killed 
Right, right. So yeah, everything once he once he discovers, like, wait a minute, this has to be Isolde's heir. But you know what though, when you really it think about sense. it. But yeah, but but also like when you like on the grand like a few questions or not questions, but like like um if if Trotter or Strider or whatever like Trotter let's say a Hobbit was uh, around the Shire and ran away. I like I, again. There, there might be a possibility with with Frodo being fifty years old, right? right. Knowing that, oh, hey, hey, Peregrine Boffin, <laughs> <laughs> fancy meeting you here. You know what I'm talking about, right, particularly right. if he was a favorite nephew of Bilbo. You know, yeah, um, yeah. So that's kind of dumb. Um, but the idea that 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 these two like like the 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 fate of the ring is tied up with the Aragorn's fate you know what i'm saying with strider's fate you right. know like puts a way more of a weight on exactly like like him like needing <clears throat> to have this um uh the the quest be like he would he like he knows what what frodo's carrying yeah like it is in his best interest to make sure that that photo Absolutely. gets wherever it, the it gives it so much more going. weight and so much more there's so much more at stake now yeah by it being this person being who he is and that's the thing about you know why i'm get why I've, i have been frustrated about like the rings of power series because like <laughs> i'm gonna it, laugh every it, time you do that. <laughs> because it introduces characters like i mean just a random like the stone troll or whatever like you don't you don't like the the one they fight in the first episode yeah or, yeah, or yeah ice yeah. cave or whatever the ice the ice troll whatever yeah right like they'll introduce a character that doesn't feel like it has any weight behind it and granted they 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 do that occasionally in lord of the rings but but for the most part everyone they meet has a history like yeah. even even the 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 barrow white is is a, is a creature that has a history behind it right right um it's not just some like random anonymous monster you meet in a Dungeons and Dragons lair. So everything feels weighted. Like even uh, Shelob, when you meet Shelob, this is like a, a spawn of Ungoliant or something, you know, like that. Like yeah, everything yeah. has a history behind that. It gives it more weight and it makes it feel more real. Um, so when Tolkien was like, okay, maybe this is a man of Westerness, uh, one of the Dunedain. Yeah. Suddenly all the history of the Dunedain that he knew everything about having written all the stuff about, you know, Numenor and, you know, he'd been working on the Silmarillion and all that stuff for years. All that stuff can come in as a, as a background for this new character that he's gotten. And yeah. suddenly, and suddenly that person's, that person, the Aragorn or Strider's destiny and history meet at that moment in Bree with the ring bearer and like i don't know it's just like you said it, it gives it just so much more weight than it would have well, otherwise other, be if it was just some random guy from Bree. that well, just the other thing too where where like like uh, aragorn being like you know man um he can he can um blend in he, he can go and ride with the rohirrim but i'm even thinking like folklore traditions or or semi-historical or historical folklore traditions such as yeah. like Daniel Boone was a big iconic figure in America. I always right. saw Strider as kind of a Daniel Boone figure, like a person right, right. who could, who's like a, a long hunter who could disappear in the woods and be completely happy and completely like 
left to his own devices, survived just fine in the wilderness for right, years at a but, time. But I don't think I don't think that it was by choice. It was by he, I mean I think he had to you know build himself up because I mean. Well, it was by choice in the sense that he was he had to um, he was in hiding. Yeah, he was in hiding, but he was also in training, though, too. I That's mean, the thing. It's cool because it gives him a, his past, his trajectory, gives him an opportunity to hide and train at the same time. Like unless, he's, unless, <laughs> unless he was some kind of like, 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 a, like, you know, I don't want any responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also almost like a like a ted kaczynski i guess this is i guess what i'm saying is, oh shit well well i mean just someone out in the in the wilderness but no 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 i don't i don't i don't just say it but but forget the unabomber the right. fact that I, he's, I, the yeah. fact that he's a forest person a wood person a person comfortable with you know the ants the trees yeah yeah don't you think in tolkienese or in tolkien's world that made him one of the good guys yeah, pitted yeah. against oh, yeah. like saruman who was like an industrialist? Yeah, yeah, no, no, that, that's no, I, that's all I really meant. When yeah, when, well, yeah, well, no, I know exactly what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 um, no, no. He I didn't was know. Like, I didn't know Unabomber was such a controversial figure. He's been in oh, prison for many years. I know, but like comparing like Aragorn to the Unabomber is like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? No, I do think though that that this was kind of like I, if I had to guess, this was. Um, this was like Tolkien's idealized alpha male. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where where he was like way more comfortable in nature, but he did use technology responsibly. You know what I'm talking about? I mean like, like his you, like Andrew? Yeah, yeah. So he had the sword, so that was cool, but he well, the technology, um, the the big, the big supreme signifier of technology in this book is the ring. So, yeah, do, yeah, yeah. does he take the ring? No, he doesn't. No, so that's what I'm saying. If if you met Strider and he's this guy sitting here in the in the corner, right? Would would you believe him if he's like, I might look rather like a shady individual to you, but actually. Yeah, he does I'm the look king like of the land. No, but uh, like I mean, look if you look at this picture of Aragorn, like over there, like he looks like like every illustration of like of uh, the rogue in D and D. Right, you know what I'm right, talking right. About? It almost in this picture, I know you can't really see it very well. It almost looks like looks like he's wearing gray camo pants. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, but that might be just like weather beaten pants or something. Right, like that. but you know, like, like it's like, like didn't dirty. I see you in, in a in a bar in Eugene, Oregon or something like with your gray camo pants. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or like people we used to see at Cafe Roma. Like trench coat yeah, yeah, people yeah. at Cafe Roma like, oh, I'm going to be a shady, roguish individual. Oh, I'm going to sit in the corner looking mysterious and hopefully all the girls will come over and talk to me. <laughs> Ask her to see my poetry journal. Right. Oh, I'm going to get upstairs, like get up on stage and recite some uh, 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 spoken word uh, verses. Do you know what it's like to be a man? A real man doesn't eat from a can. <laughs> a, real, yeah. a real man has to go hunt with his hands. A real man. Have you ever tried to kill a man with a broken hilt of a sword? <laughs> I can. I'm that man. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a broken sword, but that's not some kind of phallic reference. Right. <laughs> 
My sword works just fine. Thank you very much. Oh, all the ladies <laughs> like my sword. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. Like, 